Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, this is Bitch Slap. I'm Rachel Fisher. I'm Desi Jettikin. And this is season two, episode 10. Tangled Web. Tangled Web. Yeah. This is this episode has a lot of setup. Yes. Not as much action as previous episodes. No Sydney. No Sydney in this episode. Oh, she isn't. Um I'm I see I watched I watched Eleven too. So that one has a lot of Sydney. <laughs> yeah. Well that has a lot of action too. We're not gonna do we're gonna do eleven next week. We're yeah. only doing one episode this week. I'm sorry. But Eleven's crazy. That's really crazy. I just looked at the description. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember this. So yeah. 10, 10's a little more setup-ish. Anyway, let's begin. Amanda, she's wearing a red robe. It's not, even, it's not a sexy red robe, but it's still red. It's, it's like short. A, it's short. It's a terry cloth red robe. There's real funky guitar. It's the Seinfeld-esque guitar. Starting that, us off. That's what they play when they want to um, when they want to show this is a comedic moment. Yes, we're playing the f- slap bass. Yes, little <laughs> funky, funky little ditty right here. <laughs> Amanda walking out of the yeah. building. She's walking out. She notices that her newspaper is wet. Soaking wet, and that's she's, such a. I had such a visceral reaction. I did remembering too. that wet newspaper bag because <laughs> the bag is just sopping and just limp. Like the whole thing is a mess, and you don't even know what to do. You're like, what do I do with this? This is a problem I haven't thought about in over twenty years. Oh my god, no! Like you're such an old. Like your parent telling you, "Go get the newspaper," and you're like, "Mom, it's soaking wet. It's so gross." <laughs> Because even the the newspaper is dry inside, it's like to get it out, yeah, it's impossible. Is the bag's all wet. Anyway, so she steals Amanda and Billy's newspaper and gives them her soaking wet one. And she like they they borderline catch her, but for some reason didn't notice. No, because all we see is Billy's like, "Hey, the newspaper's wet." I was like, "You didn't just see Amanda in front of your door?" No, because they're getting ready to leave for work, and they exit their. They like leave their apartment. They open the door as soon as she's done switching the newspapers. And Billy's like, dude, what happened? And Amanda's like, guess it's the sprinklers. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get those fixed. I love that she's got to see that news. <laughs> it's got to <laughs> be the paper. Yep. They're heading off for work. 
Meanwhile, Jake is in Amanda's apartment. He's in his underwear. He looks really hot. And he wants to fuck. But Amanda is not into morning sex. She's she's got to get prepared. She's a high powered career woman. She has to go to D and D, yeah, and be an ad exec. She doesn't have time to get dicked down. Not even by Jake Hansen. <laughs> There's only one D and D she's ready for, and that's the office. Not a dick down. <laughs> Dicking down. Dicking down. <laughs> at, over at Escapade Magazine, Billy meets a new staff writer named Celia, Cecilia. And he hates her immediately because she's smoking in the office. I feel like even back then, that was pretty outrageous <laughs> to be smoking at the desk. Because there were still non-smoking businesses by the 90s. Oh, especially in a workplace. Yes. You're just not smoking at your desk. This isn't like the 70s, like right. a journalism where you can see smoking. Yeah. It was weird. At some point, like especially by this time, People had stopped smoking in offices. Totally. And um, she, her, they, you know, they're reporters though, because um, he, she gets introduced as Morales too, like the, her last name. Oh, they so they have to call each it. other Campbell and Morales. Yeah. Like so, they're, they're like <laughs> hard boiled report investigative they're journalists. Woodward and Bernstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he doesn't like her though. Because she's rude. She is rude. She's like sitting at his desk. He's like, that's my desk. And she's like, are you my assistant? Which sets him off. Yeah, because he wants to be taken very seriously as a writer. This is like totally setting up these people that hate each other, but we know it's going to change at some point. Yeah. This storyline basically went nowhere. It was all a bunch of setup introducing this new character. Right. I didn't even remember her, so... I I was going to say, I don't remember the... What happens? Yeah. But you can just tell what they're trying to go for here. For sure. Kimberly is not living at the beach house anymore because Michael goes over to an apartment building and the door opens and it's Kimberly's, I guess she moved back into her old place or it's a new place. I think it's a new place because she was like, how did you find me? Okay, you're right. But but it it did look like her old place, <laughs> and it also looked like the hotel where Michael went after he got divorced. That's like a little bit stock building. Yes, yeah, the stock used. building. No, because it looked exactly like her place. But then she was like, "How did you find me?" I was like, "It's your old place. <laughs> like, right. where else would you have gone?" But I was like, "I guess it's not." Michael's really sad that um, Kimberly caught him cheating yeah. with Sydney. He's very sorry. His tail's between his legs. He's like Kimberly. Kimberly, I'm so sad. And she's like, Michael, I am moving back to Cleveland. Yeah. This has destroyed her so much. She's going to upend her entire career at this at Wilshire Memorial. <laughs> Which is a top-rated hospital, I'm sure. <laughs> In the show's universe, this is the best hospital. This is like a Cedars-Sinai. Yeah. She's, she's leaving. She's like, I'm going back to Cleveland, Michael. And, and he's like, well, that's why I'm here. He's like, Kimberly, don't do it for me. Do it. Stay because the hospital needs you. Yeah. He, he wants her to stay. He's trying to be altruistic in this moment. Like, as don't, if, yeah. As if, Michael, come on. You don't give a fuck about her career. No. He, says, he even says, I'll leave you alone if you stay. That's not so true. So we know that Michael has been harassing her nonstop yeah. since he fucked Sydney. <laughs> um. 
Next at D&D, we get a slideshow of the pictures that Joe took of Steve at their photo shoot, and they're very horny. They're so horny. I, it's disturbing. Because he's not a, a, a particularly horny actor. He's not horny at all. No offense to Parker Stevenson, but his character isn't horny. The actor isn't particularly horny. Yeah. And I don't think he's very hot. He's fine. He's not ugly, but he's not hot to me. Yeah, and he's so kind of dorky. He's dorky. Um, they're all oohing and eyeing in the office. Like, wow, Joe. Great job. These are great. Yeah. He's like lying on top of a desk in these photos. I got a picture of it. Okay. I'll post it yeah, on Yeah, he's Instagram. like hovering over a computer. Right. Like hugging it. <laughs> With his arm around it. Somebody... I guess it was Allison said, Joe suggested a sepia tone. Why? Why would you do that for these photos? Yeah. That doesn't go with the vibe at all. No. It's not modern this at all. This is some like whiskey ad that's trying to be old timey. <laughs> Back in 1860, my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Back like, in 1860. Like, I can see a black and white. Yes. But not sepia. Why? Sepia has a very specific mood and it's not high tech. Um, Amanda still has concerns about this campaign. She just needs to needle at it because a part of her is a little irritated that Allison has sort of um, been Usurped. the brainchild of this whole concept. I think Amanda's also making sure it's very clear when this bombs that she was always a little unsure. Right. This uh, is a for strategy sure. Yeah. for sure. She wants, yeah, she wants there to be a clear line that I said, people heard me in the office. I said this was a bad idea. But it's an it's not big enough that when it's successful or if it's successful that she has to, you know, eat crow or whatever. <laughs> right. She she's like, I think the product needs explaining. It can't just be all sexy. Yeah. Or whatever. Amanda and Steve leave the office and it's just Joe and Allison. And Joe is gushing about Steve to Allison because they had their dates. They've been dating. Yes. And she's like, he's just so great. He's so great. Oh, like just Steve. Steve, the conversation. They have zero chemistry together. Yeah. But she's like, she's excited to be with an intellectual after right. Jake. Yeah. That's sort of the vibe we're getting. Joe is doing that thing where she's like, I'm going to date the exact opposite of my last boyfriend because that's going to fix me. Yeah. He's all brains, no brawn. No brawn. <laughs> he has money. Yeah. He doesn't complain about, um, he's never going to give you the I don't need a handout speech. He's not lighting a shop on fire. <laughs> yeah. He's not committing arson. Um, and then Joe leaves the office, and then we just see Allison looking at the picture of Steve, <sighs> like a sad puppy dog. Like, why am I not with Steve? This crush is so embarrassing. It's so It's like, get over it. What are you doing? Just it's fucking stop. so dumb. He's not even hot. I don't understand this. But, like, once again, similar with Joe, like, we see no chemistry really between them either. Like, it's inexplicable why he's so uh, smitten with Allison as well. I could buy him being smitten with her because he's already kind of a weirdo, but I don't get what she sees in him. 
He's not a dynamic personality. No. Uh, There's nothing interesting about him. No. Like, that's what I mean. There's no chemistry between them. And like, I don't even, even though I could buy it more with him, I still don't even see what he saw. In Alice. That first meeting they had was boring. It's not like... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Nothing happened where she showed some oomph or like anything. She was just Allison. Or it's not even like we see them uh, cracking jokes all the time together and like he's really silly or she's... Yes. She's un- uninhibited with him. Usually though, like in a show where this type of scenario is happening, there's a boring, boring, boring. And then at some point, Allison would have been like, you know what? Like you're impossible. Like she would have like, told him off in a, a light way yes. where he would have been like, wow, no one ever talks back to me. Like there wasn't even that kind of moment with them initially. You're which right. It's just like weird. You're so right about that. That night at Shooters, Joe and Steve are tearing it up. This was embarrassing. This, they're dancing. <laughs> First of all, Shooters does not seem like the type of place people would be dancing at. But apparently they have a dance night <laughs> at Shooters. Because Joe's like, why can't every night be dance night? This was just embarrassing for everyone involved. They were ripping it up on the dance floor. <laughs> I always <laughs> love the music and because they obviously don't get rights to really good music often. Well, Did the, you know this song? No. Here's the thing about Melrose Place on um, Paramount Plus and on the D- I, maybe on the DVDs as well. They had to change a lot of the music f- from what was originally aired. So a lot of the music you hear on Melrose Place streaming is not how it, not the original music they used when the show was airing. So we don't know if this song was... A banger? It it could have been a banger. (laughs) It it was probably some kind of soft rock though. But the year was 93. Like it could have been a banger. Maybe. Uh, I always forget about music rights. Yeah. sometimes it doesn't even look like they're dancing correctly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, somebody did, we did get an email from a listener. Um, it was a link to all of the songs that they replaced in the streaming. Oh. So. Um, that's and, interesting. And I've always suspected that they had to change a lot of the music and replace it. Like after the fact, just based on how some of the music does sound it sounds really out of place for the date i think if you buy it for the show you should get it for streaming because i don't like when they switch it (laughs) i don't want i want to hear the original song that was playing it's like they're not making that much money off of this (laughs) just let them keep the song seriously um yeah maybe they were dancing to short dick man we have no idea that would have never know uh, then i would see why joe wanted to hit the dance floor yeah and then we'd be like, wow, Steve really is cool. Because he, <laughs> he likes short dick man. He likes and he's like, I don't have a short dick. I can be I'm comfortable confident. dancing to this song. <laughs> I'm very confident. And I'm not called out. Yeah. Um, Billy and Allison, meanwhile, they're at Shooters too, and they're having a miserable time at the bar. They're Ugh. just like bickering and yeah. bitching. Billy's bitching about his new coworker, Cecilia. Yeah. He's like, I don't like her, Allison. She's smoking. She's smoking in the office. It's just like, once again, we just are told they hate each other. Yeah. 
And then, <laughs> like, it's, it's just like, and then Joe and Steve come back to the bar, and Joe's gushing about Steve's dancing. I saw him dancing. It didn't look that good. Neither one of them really uh, did well, I, in my opinion. No. And then Allison and Steve danced together. Yeah. For whatever Joe needed reason. a break. Joe needed a, bri- needed a break, and <laughs> Steve's like, Allison, may I have this dance? Didn't Joe even push them together? Yeah, I think. Yeah, because and then uh, that's like the moment too where you're you're kind of expecting like all of a sudden a slow song starts and mm. they're like, well, we've already <laughs> now we have to get close, but they didn't do that. Yeah, week by SWV yeah. starts playing, so they have yeah. to start slow dancing. Yes, and Billy's like fuming on the side. Yeah, <laughs> I would have loved that scene. Yeah. Um. They're playing pool. Everyone's pretty shit-faced at this point. And that's when Steve invites them all to the ranch. Yeah. His ranch. Got to get Allison close. He's got to get her up there isolated again at that horse ranch. He wants to see her ride a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Back at Melrose Place, Amanda and Jake, he's got to work this weekend. And she's Amanda's being all horny, and she's like, "Well, I could talk to the boss. It's my dad. I'm going to tell him I want to fuck, and he'll give you the dad time off." I wouldn't put like, it what? past Amanda to call her dad and say that. Though. Yeah, dad, daddy. I really want to make love this weekend, and you're really Jake has zero energy. You're riding him hard, daddy. That's my job. <laughs> Jake. Um, Looks out the window. This scene made me laugh out loud <laughs> because oh god, this this scene they really me, tried. Oh, it was incredible. Jake looks out the window and he sees Steve and Joe walking together up to her apartment, and he's bitter about it because they're playing the Melrose guitar where it's like do 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 yeah do 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 yeah. He's getting emo- he's getting emotional because it's the wistful. <laughs> he sees Joe, and then we cut to Allison, and she's watching from her window. Joe and Steve, and then we hear the guitar again. Right, they stop it. It stops. Then we cut to Allison. Then the guitar, the same starts again. So we're like, oh, they're both feeling the same thing. Yeah, very artistic. It was very art- <laughs> like Jake. You're not the only one pining for someone. Uh, no, that killed me because I was like, they went for something here. The director this week was like, I know what we can do. Both of them are going to be observing this. I also love that Jake now has an official mechanic shirt. Yeah. Like that old school one that has like the name patch, Jake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a hot. It's a hot No look. wonder Amanda wants to fuck him all the time. It's a hot look. Yeah, I'm very hot. We hear Amanda call for Jake and then we hear Billy call for Allison. Yeah. Both unaware that their lovers are pining for someone else. Yeah. The next day, we see Betsy barely make it pulling up to the ranch. Chugging up to the ranch. This car is shit and soot. It's like, how much longer do we have to have Betsy around? Get a new fucking car already. (laughs) Allison, you work at D&D. You have a better job now. Also, I just don't even buy that that car would still be making the commute. Like it's crazy. You know I mean? Like this car's had problems since day one, and she thinks she can make it up to Santa Paula and back. And we still don't know how Billy's getting around. No, but Billy's always driving Betsy. 
Yeah, I guess he borrows the car. It just seems like they need a better car. Um, Steve, Steve comes out and he says hi to Billy and Allison, and he lets us know that Joe is already there. They took two separate cars, and Joe's like already riding horses. Yeah, she's an expert. We go into Steve's house, and it is so fucking ugly. Hideous. This green carpeting. I took a picture of it. I need. I need to talk. I need to talk about this house for a second because I am appalled. It looks like. It. It looks like. Yeah, it's very horse house decor. It's ugly horse house. <laughs> it's like that green with the rosewood, the reddish wood. Uh, there's probably paintings of horses it somewhere. Is, it is a hunter green carpeting on the stairs and throughout the house. But in the foyer, there's a little break from the carpeting and it's this really ugly fucking flagstone. It just looks terrible. Oh, yeah. That's like a weird... Yeah, that's... (laughs) That's so ugly. And it has the wood inlay dividing like a diamond pattern between the the stone. Into the flagstone. Yeah. It's Um, hideous. It's it's a a lot. Look at this mat. It's And then he has a mat on the flagstone that's the same hunter green... With burgundy. With a burgundy border. This is like, this This location must be like a country club. Yeah. Like horse, the, ho- the horse, the carriage house or something. Right. Because the decor is very that. It's horse. It's horse country club. From the <laughs> it's 90s. so gross. From the 90s. Yeah. Because a lot of interior, there was a lot of really bad interior design because this is clearly designed it's yeah. purposeful it's like an aesthetic yeah but i hate this aesthetic no i do too it's and awful I, rustic when done right can look really beautiful i'm just not a fan of hunter green and burgundy mm. i hate i usually i don't hate like it. It. it it's like it just triggers me what about in the summertime when it gets hot <laughs> and you have hunter green carpeting throughout your house and then there's some kind of tartan that that also has those colors in it (laughs) i just am really triggered by dark carpeting because i lived in a in an apartment a long time ago that had navy blue carpeting in it and it made the house just so dark and so hot there's something also sinister about dark carpet it's like what are you hiding what are they hiding uh you know there's also a painting of a mallard duck in there somewhere yeah. <laughs> or there's like a wood carving. Mallard duck. <laughs> there's probably a portrait of Steve somewhere. With a with a rifle. Yeah. I don't like your I don't like your house, Steve. I'd walk in there and be like, I'm not horny for you anymore. That's you have like bad a, taste. It's a, it's a very old. It's like patrician. It's weird because he's like this tech guy, but then he has this fucking fuddy-duddy ass house because today's tech guys would never they'd have something too extreme modern and it would be a different kind of ugly yeah it would absolutely. be a different kind of ugly but this doesn't even make sense this just isn't even youthful it's like he was like do something and he hired the rich designer in town but they're old, they just design like old people's homes yes yeah, steve has no taste no and that's why i don't fuck with him he doesn't care which can be hot i guess if they but don't give a fuck it's a little like care a little bit more 
That's what he needs a wife for. He always wears his Compu, CompuTech or whatever the name of his company is hat. Right, with like really bad jeans. Yeah, with bad <laughs> jeans, and he always has a um, a buttoned up shirt tucked into the yeah. jeans. The with jeans a belt. are just so basic. He just has bad style. Um, so they walk into this house. They're talking about Amanda. Billy's trailing behind them because he's getting the luggage, and he's eavesdropping. He's like trying to listen in on what yeah. Steve and Allison are talking about, and they're kind of shit talking Amanda. Yeah, and he's kind of like, I'll back you against her. Yes. They Billy brings the luggage in, and Billy's like, I don't want to ride horses. You literally went to a horse house. That's you what you're doing. You went to the ranch. Of course Billy doesn't know how to ride a horse. I mean, not that I do, but I wouldn't complain. I'd be like, this sounds fun. Yeah. I'll ride a fucking horse. If I have an opportunity to ride a horse, I'm taking it. Me too. Uh, he doesn't want to go... But why did you go on the weekend? That's what I don't get. Because he has to keep his eye on He's got to keep his eye on Allison. So Allison goes off with Steve. Billy stays behind and he's sulking. And then we see Allison and Steve galloping on horses. And they're having a little moment. And Steve, again, is like crossing the line with Allison. He's like, I can't. Because Allison's like, you're rich, you're handsome, you're smart, blah, blah, blah. You could have anyone you want. And he's like, well, I can't have anyone. Yeah. Allison. She's like, <gasps> just then we see Billy <laughs> sloppily galloping up on his horse, and he looks like he's about to fall off. This horse is unruly. Steve purposely gave him the most Ooh. unruly horse, I, like I think. It. I like I, it. I think Steve was sabotaging Billy. I mean, we all knew there was going to be some moment ruined by Billy ungallantly galloping into the frame. Yeah. Like, oh, what's going on? Like, I'm just surprised it didn't go on its hind legs and Winnie. Well, it did. It, did it? does. Uh, it does. Oh, okay. I, the, I forgot. What happens is the horse goes up on its hind legs and bucks <laughs> Billy off of it. Sorry. Don't you remember when he fell? I was doing something while I was watching. So Billy I probably falls missed it. off the horse. And he's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I didn't realize he fell off. Yeah, he fell off the horse. He could have gotten seriously injured. But he's embarrassed. Yes, we he, love it. He does that thing, we've all done it before, where we've taken a spill and it's it hurts, but it's more embarrassed. The embarrassment is the worst part of it. Yes. And it usually is a fall. It's usually <laughs> we've all done it. We've all done it. It's one of the worst feelings. It is terrible. Especially when it actually really does fucking hurt. No. Because because it's just adding insult to injury because you want to be able to deal with your pain, but your ego is so strong that you're like, but I'm also embarrassed and that matters more somehow. I could be like bleeding. I could break my skull and I'd be like, I'm, it's fine. <laughs> like I would try to make it cool. Because you're embarrassed. In that moment. You're like, oh, I just fell off a cliff. This is so embarrassing. Yeah. No, you got to play it cool when you fall. It's like a cat. You got to start licking your back. Like, yeah, I just wanted to get a better I angle did, on my back lick. I did that on purpose. So that's what Billy does. He like gets up. He's like, I'm fine. And he gets right back on the horse and gallops away. Yeah. It's like, you could be seriously injured. You just fell off a horse. <sighs> Classic that's, Billy. That's how Madonna got injured. Oh. A lot of people have horse injuries. If like it is, It is dangerous. Yeah. I mean, it can be. Because mm. you don't know what's going to happen. 
Should we take a break here? Yes. Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So that night, Palmer and Jake have been out drinking they're stumbling up the stairs at Mulrose Place. Yeah. Going into Amanda's apartment. And Palmer is so drunk. If they weren't interrupted by like them going inside the apartment, you just know Palmer would have said some really out of pocket shit. He's because he starts rambling and ranting. Yeah. And he's it's like, wasted. This guy probably just says the most foul shit while he's drunk. Oh, totally. I just feel like he like he like will like say something and everyone's like, whoa. Where'd that come Where, from? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Um, he, Amanda's like, hi, daddy. And then Palmer's like, oh, I got to go home. And she's like, you need a cab. He's like, I got a cab. <laughs> he gets home somehow. It would have been funny if he had like crashed his car and died and we didn't have to see him again. Yeah. Um, something does. There is like a, I'm kind of vaguely remembering a storyline with Palmer now. That he's a, a drunk driving? Not no no oh. no not that, but that he does something bad. Um, yeah, Besides I mean, it, feel, it feels annoying. like we're leading up to that, even with the car stuff. Yes. Um, and he's also like, we're like a lot alike. You no, they're not. They're not. How are alike. they alike? I have no idea. Um, they both were drunk because they're both because <laughs> they're both drinking. I mean, I do feel like you can see why Palmer likes a guy like Jake because it's sort of what maybe he fantasizes of being like a cool guy. Yeah. Or that, you know, the, these rich guys, they like, sort of like, well, I'm cool too. I'm salt of the earth. Yeah. They want to be salt of the earth. And Jake probably finds it appealing because this guy's really rich and treats him like an equal. Like, yes, they're both sort of getting something out of this relationship. And it's his girlfriend's dad. Yes. To get the approval of this guy. Right. So Palmer leaves and Jake is like, wants to know everything about Amanda's life now. And he realizes that he doesn't really know anything about her, like her background, her childhood. And Amanda doesn't give a shit about any of that. She's like, I don't need to tell you about my life. And I don't really want to hear about your life either. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Which is a crazy thing to say to someone you're in a relationship with. Yeah. We're just making love. Yeah, dude. <laughs> she's like, this is business and fucking. Yeah. 
I, I don't know where she get, gets off thinking that's acceptable. <laughs> it's, but she does. It is unacceptable. And then Jake is like, well, I found out you used to, you know, you used to be called Mandy or whatever. And she does not want to be called Mandy. She's pissed. She's furious. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one thing to think what Amanda said out loud, but to say it out loud, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not something someone usually articulates because they know that's an extremely weird position to be had. Um, but I also feel like Amanda could possibly think that's what guys want. I In just, a way, like... I just think Amanda is so singularly focused and that that focus is on herself that she really just doesn't... She just thinks everything else is sort of like um, a nuisance or a distraction. And she she just doesn't... She doesn't have the most uh, empathetic, <laughs> compassionate brain. But I also feel like a lot of that is her protecting herself. Yes, at the more at like, the expense at, of other people. She doesn't. Yes. She doesn't see. She doesn't see how her actions affect other people. But she doesn't want to look vulnerable ever. No. So she goes overboard. I think looking cold and calculating. She thinks that's a sign of weakness. Yes. Because she's like, I'm a shrewd businesswoman. And why give anyone ammo? About your childhood problems. Yeah, everything is a defense. Yeah. A defense mechanism for her. Um, And Jake is not that way at all. Oh, he's like all feelings. He's all feelings. He's a raw nerve. And when he doesn't want to talk about something, it's like, yeah, technically he does. Like, I don't want to talk about my mom. It's like, please ask me about my mom. Oh, he (laughs) wants to talk about his mommy all day. They kind of have that in common, but they deal with it differently. Um. Back at the ranch, Joe and Steve are making out in the least horny way possible. It's like this is so sexless. It's very sexless, and there is something transactional about it with Steve. Yeah. Like now we have sex. He's like, it's just like we've dated two times. Now we're making out. Steve, now we take my jeans off and have sex. Steve must be the worst lay. Yeah. This guy does not fuck. No. I think sometimes nerds can be really good, but not Steve. Not Steve, though. No. Because Steve has zero passion. Yeah. Even in that moment, there's no switch that turns on or whatever. No. He's just like... It's robotic. He is a robot. I don't even know why he wants to have sex. He, you don't get, I don't get it. He just does... He has zero horniness. I yeah. Mean, Joe is like, do you feel like we're rushing it? And he's like, sometimes. He's like, and then she pulls away. And then Joe spills the beans. She's like, tells him all about Jake. She's like, my ex-boyfriend. I'm still into him or whatever. He's really hot. She's like, (laughs) she basically tells Steve, she's like, look, my ex-boyfriend looks like this. And you look like that. And that's why my pussy's dry. Look, I'm not saying I appreciated this in the moment, but he literally turned a fridge over. I pissed him <laughs> off so bad. And yeah. technically I was scared, but also I was a little horny. I was a little <laughs> horny as I was cleaning up the leftover chow mein on my floor. Uh, also, but I was kind of still shocked because I was just like, well, just fuck him. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Let's see how it goes. Like, I mean, I'd be curious if if you're if you're hot enough for Steve to make out with him, at least fuck him, right? Maybe, but I'm not saying she has to do it. And I would just definitely be it'd like, be ah, out who of curiosity cares? for me. Well, you're trying to get over someone, 
why not do that aspect? Just fuck him and regret it later. Yeah. I was kind of like, who cares, Joe? Just get laid. See what happens. Yes. Maybe he will be good. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Make Jake mad. Who You know? It's like, a good story. You're like, I fucked Steve McMillan. Exactly. I fucked the CEO of not Apple computers. Sometimes fucking someone is just for the story. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, then Steve lets her know that he has like a similar situation. He's like, well, I'm, I'm pining for someone as well. Yeah. So they're both in this predicament. And he's like, I'm trying to get over her. And then Joe's like, I think we should sleep in separate bedrooms tonight. Yeah. So they agree. They're like, we're just dating to get over someone else. This isn't about each other. But she, is this where he like is like, let's just not. Yeah. And she's like, whoa. Because <laughs> he's like, yeah, let's just stop dating. Yeah, he he takes it. He, he, he's, he's like, well, we got busted. Yeah, like he doesn't even, Steve doesn't have any nuance about the situation at all. Like he's just sort of like, okay, transaction over. Yeah, which obviously makes J- Joe a little more interested. Yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. It's so nice. Because she's like, okay, we can fuck. <laughs> Right. She's like a little Pikachu face about this. Right. Because she's like, oh, no, I still wanted to date you, which is weird. Yeah. After you have that conversation, I don't really think you can move forward in a way. No, because I'd be like, well, you're still into someone else and you need to get over them first. And in fact, it only makes sense if you are just casually fucking for sex and nothing else. Yeah. But they're dating. Yeah. Meanwhile, Allison and Billy are bickering in their room. Surprise, surprise. Allison or Billy is like, I wasn't spying on you. And she goes, Billy, this is a pattern with you. She's accusing Billy of spying on her. It is a pattern with Billy, but he has been right. Yes. Much to, much to, you know, I hate admitting it. And she, uh, no, he is right because she then accuses Billy of being jealous of her relationship, like her quote unquote friendship with Steve. Mm -hmm. And then, um, Allison is so stupid because she brings up Keith. She's like, you did the same thing with Keith. He's like, yeah. And I was right to be concerned. Wasn't I? Why would you bring up Keith? You can never bring up Keith ever. Ever. Cause you only look bad in that situation. Yeah. Um, or like you can't bring up Keith to condemn Billy because Billy's instincts were right about Keith. I mean, it's such a tricky one because technically Billy was inappropriate a right, lot right, right. <laughs> in that relationship with Keith, but he did turn out to be right about mm. Keith. Right. And we don't want to victim blame Allison or anything, but why would she bring up Keith? After it all is said and done, she knows Billy was right about Keith, even if it was for the wrong reason. <laughs> like, yeah. And... Billy is like, Steve is attracted to you, Allison. Meanwhile, Allison's wearing a dress from Dress Barn. Just awful. Is this the cream yes. floral? Yes. Looks yeah. like shit. It was like it was like when Dress Barn's like, we can do Laura Ashley. Yeah. But it was like it looks well, like garbage. No, it's it's gross. Um so she she leaves. She leaves in a huff and she goes outside where Steve is also outside on the patio. And Allison's confiding to Steve. She's like, 
everything's a mess. And Steve is just staring at her like a bird. He just yeah. does that. He just stares. He's literally, he's ogling. Like he, <laughs> he'll have these long silences or he's just like, just staring. He's so smitten with her and we're all just like, how? Why? It makes no sense. And then they almost kiss. Yeah. So they, she's like, oh, he is crushing. Right. They and have, I'm crushing. They almost have a kiss, but Allison pulls away at the last second and she's like, I can't do this. Yeah. And she goes back inside. The next day, Billy's doing what I'd be doing. I'd be waiting by that car first thing in the morning. With your bags packed. With my bags packed, like with the trunk open, like, let's go. Let's get out. Let's get out of here. He's waiting by Betsy. He's like, has the trunk open, waiting for Allison to get her ass out of this house so they can just fucking go back to LA. Steve comes out and he goes over to like talk to Billy and try to reassure him that there's nothing going on between him and Allison. Zero chill. He has zero <laughs> chill about this. Like this just made it more obvious that there is. It was so weird. Why would you say was, anything? Because if there was nothing going on, you wouldn't be aware. You'd be oblivious to this situation. Yeah. That would be like a moment where you're like, what? He thinks that? Yeah. And even in that circumstance, I don't think you would take it upon yourself to speak to Billy about it. That's Allison's job, right? Like, right. It was very um, odd. Allison comes out with her bags. She's wearing high-waisted pleated khaki shorts with I know, a belt. It's like matronly shorts. She's wearing very matronly shorts. These shorts not only are matronly, they're so unflattering on her. It was crazy. They're unflattering on everyone. I think so. Allison, you're like 25 years old. Why are you wearing these shorts? And the length of them was just hideous. Awful. <laughs> I just like couldn't believe when she walked out in those. I was like, why would you put on belted shorts for a long car ride, period? <laughs> right. Because I'm like already uncomfortable. Oh, oh my that's God. Like a, that's like a sweatpant legging ride. Like, Oh, my God. You know a belt? I'm not wearing a belt ever, like especially in the car. No. <laughs> like, I'm wearing crazy. I'm wearing a sundress or a tracksuit home. It's got to be soft. You <laughs> wear soft clothes on a two-hour car ride. Please. Where you're going to be in traffic. Not wearing belt. She's like, here's khakis. my belt. Safari shorts. <laughs> like what? With my tucked in coral shirt. It was so hideous. It's like that looked like what you would wear for your day at the ranch. I wouldn't wear it, but like her. Not for the car ride. I'm sorry. No, it looked terrible. Billy has to go back inside to get a bag. So Allison and Steve are alone outside by the car. And Allison's like, this scares the hell out of me. Yeah. And Steve just blinks, staring at her. It's so irritating. I'd be like, Ta- say something. Say something, Steve. He can't. He just blinks. He's like, yeah, I know. Billy's going to come out and see us talking whispers and get jealous. <laughs> I got to be careful. <laughs> What's crazy is that she starts having this conversation with him when Billy is barely inside the house. Also... He's going to be in and out. Yeah. You don't have a conversation like this when someone is in the vicinity even. No. You Especially be, when they're already jealous. You give them a look maybe. Like a we need, yeah. to, we need to talk later look. Or yeah. Or under the breath like not right now but we need to talk later. <laughs> like with a fake smile or something. Like you're yes. talking about business. Yes. No. It's crazy. Billy comes back out and they leave. Over at the hospital... Kimberly and Michael are discussing a 12-year-old patient 
who might have a brain tumor and they're looking at the MRI together and the patient does not have a brain tumor. So they're very happy and they have a little moment together. But I thought they were a little too horny when they were looking for the tumor. Yeah. Because they're real close. Their faces are real close. And it's like that moment. It's like the age of innocence where they're like, (laughs) they're like, they can feel each other's breath. And I was like, why are they so horny looking for a tumor? Like, this is inappropriate. (laughs) Because they can't live without each other. They're perfect. They're made for each other. They're each other's soulmates. It was so funny, though. Like, just the darkness of the. It's like it could have been a broken bone, yeah. but it was a child's tumor. Like It was it, just so inappropriate. The stakes had to be so high for the scene to show that they still love each other. Right. Professionally and personally. Right. It's like, I respect you, Dr. Kimberly Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joe and Steve, I guess Steve went back to LA. Does Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. Because Steve just came with, went with Joe back to LA. This was confusing because that's a far drive. It's a far drive. And it, I just, is Steve staying in Joe's apartment? Wouldn't he be like, let's stay at the Four Seasons? This is not a guy who stays with someone. No. He just gets a hotel and yeah. you come there. Right. They roll up to Joe's apartment and Steve is like, I had a great time. They're at the door and Steve just goes, Joe says, I had a great time. And Steve just goes, liar. (laughs) That's a disturbing thing for a man to say to you. Yeah. I think. I don't like it. I don't like it. It wasn't playful. No. Even playful, I'd be like uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm being polite, you fucking asshole. Right. I could get murdered for being rude to a man. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't like this at all. He calls her a liar and he's like, this isn't working. And then they break it off. And Joe is a little stunned. She, Yeah, this is the scene I was thinking of. She's very stunned because she doesn't get why they wouldn't continue seeing if something is there, I guess. Right. Or I think she just likes going out, right? Yeah. Like on dates. Well, she to Joe, she's like, it ain't that serious, Steve. We're just dating. She should clarify that, though, I think. Right. Like, yeah, I'm still getting over someone. That doesn't mean I don't enjoy my time with you. Right. I think we're having fun. Right. Billy and Allison didn't make it back to LA because Betsy broke down on the side of the road. Of course. Surprise, surprise. Betsy couldn't make it and Allison is losing it. She is ranting and raving in her khaki shorts on the side of the road. <laughs> she, she's because she, in her heart, she's like, this would never happen with Steve because he has a Range Rover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's perfectly, it's in brand new shape. It's always service. It never breaks down. No. And when it starts getting funky, it get, it starts hitting like 50,000 miles, miles, he gets a new one. Yeah. He trades it in. Yeah. This would never happen with Steve. <laughs> and Bill, I love that Billy's so irritated. He's blaming Betsy breaking down on Steve. We would have never been at this ranch If it wasn't for Steve. If Steve didn't exist. And they're once again on some small, weird dirt road. With like Like, a a ravine. Right over a ravine. They're like like by an embankment. And um, Billy's like, admit it, you like him. He's he's choosing this moment to be jealous. And he's trying to change a tire, which you know this isn't going to go well. More comic relief. We get more comic (laughs) relief because Billy falls backwards and the tire goes rolling down this embankment 
And then Allison's like, get it, get the tire. And they're trying to run after it, but they both fall on their butts. And they start laughing. But they never explained to us how they got that tire. Because it was <laughs> it was down like a very steep ravine. It went down like 500 <laughs> feet. You just, it was like an unclimbable ravine. Yeah. Um, like you could try to kind of do it, but how would you get back up with a tire? Why didn't we get one line later? Like we had to call AAA. Something. Something. I just don't buy that they have a spare. Um, I guess that, that was that was the, spare? the spare. I wasn't quite sure what happened. That was the spare. Yeah. Um, they're, they're laughing though and they make up. And Billy's like, ow, my hip. Ugh. And Allison's like, I love you so much. Yeah. So they're good now. They made up. That night, Allison is awake. She's in her little robe. And she sees outside her window that Joe is moping by the pool. And so she goes outside to talk to her. Joe is not okay. Mm. She tells Allison about how Steve broke it off with her because he's getting over someone. And Allison's like, looks guilty as hell. She's like, she realizes. And they're playing like horror movie music. Yes. Like, almost like Steve is a sinister man. Yes. (laughs) But it was kind of like, why are they playing this music? It was very weird. It's like Allison's conscience. She looks so guilty. And Joe's very sad. And... Alice and Allison's just staring like this yeah. haunt. She has this haunting look in her eyes and Joe's like, Allison, are you listening to me? And that's like, Duh. and she's like, I don't know what you should do, Joe. Yeah. Jake and Amanda, we get more of this boring storyline about him wanting to have intimacy. She doesn't want intimacy. She's brushing him off. They're arguing. And then he's like, Starts antagonizing her. He's like, okay, Mandy. Well, she's like, yeah, he doesn't get it. He's like, and then he says something really weird. He's like, when I was a kid, they called me Jakey. Right. I was like, that's the best the writers could do. (laughs) Jakey. Jakey. And and, And she's really sensitive about the name Mandy. So we get this. This is, this is, uh, Heather Locklear's big monologue. Yeah, he finally convinces her to reveal something about herself. And she reveals that her mom used to call her Mandy, but then her mom essentially went out for a pack of cigarettes and never came home. And wrote a note. And wrote a note that said, I love you, Mandy, or whatever. I'm going to go, I'm going to desert you to go start Model Zinc. I was just thinking, (laughs) I was just thinking, I can't wait for the... um, what do they call it in TV where they do like a crossover episode to promote the spinoff? I don't know if it has a name. It other does than, have a name. It does? It does it's not have crossover? a crossover? No, it's not like a crossover a because it's a specific it's a specific tool they use when like for example in Criminal Minds <laughs> there is at some point in like season 5 or whatever Forrest Whitaker he guest stars on an episode of Criminal Minds because they're launching the spinoff, which was Suspect Behavior, which oh. was only lasted a season. I didn't know there was a spinoff. Yeah. There's a, to... There was only lasted a season. Then there was another spinoff called Beyond Borders. Where they, like a it was ice? international. 
Okay. It was like it was like Americans going overseas and getting in trouble. Oh, I can't find what what it's called. Uh, anyway, I did. I first of all, I love her mom is played by Linda Gray. Yes, who's a soap opera icon, and I I did I did like Models Inc. <laughs> I never. It's saw not a Models good show. Inc. I think I think Garcelle's on it oh, from really? Beverly Hills. That might be where I first knew her from. Oh, if there was like a soap opera in the 90s or early 2000s, I probably watched it. Yeah. I watched any of them. Did you watch One Tree Hill? No, that's one I didn't watch because that was like a little past, that was like younger, a little younger, even though I did watch like the OC. Right. I don't know. One Tree Hill seemed a little wholesome to me. I never watched it. I just don't really know what it's about. I think, is that the one... I know you've seen this clip before on Twitter, but there's one of those nighttime soaps and I'm pretty sure it's One Tree Hill where the clip is somebody is rushing into a hospital with a cooler with a heart in it for a heart transplant and the EMT carrying the cooler with this heart in it trips and falls in the hospital lobby and the heart skids onto the floor and then somebody's dog comes up and eats the Wait a second. Okay. No, I don't know that clip. That that would be in a soap. Wait a second. A dog? Wait, the dog? I need to know what this is immediately because now I'm going to watch One Tree Hill if that's the kind of action we're getting. That's what I'm getting. saying. If that's One Tree Hill and that's what that scene's from, that is like the scene where I'm like, I need to watch what the show is. Hospital. Um, Why was a dog, dog. in the hospital? <laughs> it's like a seeing eye dog. It's a service animal. Oh my God, there's an article from The Ringer that says an oral history of the time a dog ate a heart on One Tree Hill. Okay. Dog, here's a YouTube clip. Dog ate Dan's new heart. <laughs> that is insane. And I actually would fuck whoever pitched that in the writer's room. Like who, how did they let that happen? It's literally, this is genius. It's literally the funniest thing I've ever seen okay. in my life. Like I, I just can't. completely out of context. I can't believe, like I had, I, I just thought it was funny. The heart fell out. I didn't realize like, there was a dog no, there like at the first, end. Like just look at this gif. The heart spills onto the floor and then a dog walks up. You can't but see the why dog. why is the dog there? <laughs> I like the ice cubes. I was like, I have to believe the heart isn't just with ice cubes in a cooler. No, it's with ice cubes. Look, here. <laughs> oh my God. It deep throats the heart. Why is that dog there? I like the guy's face when the dog eats the heart. Do you know how valuable that is? Fucking dog. So that is this clip I saw where I'm like, I got to watch One Tree Hill because if it's all like that, I need to see it. You know what the thing is though? There's always like, a soap can be very boring and then there's a moment where it it kind of jumps the shark, but in a good way. Yeah. Like whatever the opposite, where mm. you're like, we don't care anymore. Right. We're going to do shit like this now. Yeah. We maybe started off as being sort of sincere. Because that's right. why I never watched One Tree Hill. I think I didn't like the theme song was kind of wholesome. It seemed a little too wholesome for me, but I could just be reading it wrong. I could too. Because Chad Michael Murray is crazy. What? I think he's like went off the rails. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's so as a hot. person. I think he kind of went off after, because I think he married his co-star and they were like the golden couple. And then I think he like went off the rails in the marriage. 
Oh. And then married like a 16-year-old. What? Or something. Okay, See, this we're going to have by, to look into this. This is all by memory. This, this, so. this could be complete slander. We don't know. We're going to look into this. No, I think he, I think it's pretty, pretty famously like had a really bad end to his marriage. And oh, like, wow. Uh, she's kind of bitter. Well, the I gotta, actress. I got to look into that. I think her name is like Sophia Bush. Yeah, Sophia Bush. But remember, they were like a kind of like iconic couple they were an iconic couple oh my god my nieces love chad michael murray they're probably embarrassed that i said that now bush filed papers for an annulment citing fraud fraud wow i mean that might be a common annulment but to uh, to fire to file for an annulment is pretty serious right he started dating the first runner-up for miss north carolina teen usa was that the one who in the Iraq? Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember that lady? I mean, I think he might have some issues, like as far as drug use goes or something. So Doesn't, I'm not really sure what he's dealing with. I don't see anything about that. I am, I'm just looking at his Wikipedia. Right, that's personal, not going to have all the juicy stuff necessarily. Personally. Anyway, <laughs> um, okay, let's look into One Tree Hill later. And let's get back to Melrose, please. Yes, sorry. No, it's fine. I just need, I needed you, I need you to watch a video clip of the dog eating I the gotta. Heart because the full, with the sound and everything, it is unbelievable. I can't believe I've never <laughs> seen that. <laughs> it's unreal. Um, okay. We're back with Billy and Morales. Yeah. The next day at Escapade Magazine, Billy and Cecilia Morales... She sees a picture of Allison on Billy's desk, and it's that same fucking promo <laughs> shot from yeah. Melrose Place. Like, they couldn't just get a candid picture of Courtney Thornsmith. Unbelievable. The, why do they use this po- photo where she's, like, hugging her arms? And yeah, like, and that vest. It looks like a fucking Mickey Mouse Club the photo. The hair. I was yeah. like, that's the promo hair. She doesn't even have that haircut anymore. No, it's from the first season. And she's like, oh, she looks wholesome. The little woman. The mm-hmm. little woman, look how wholesome she looks. I like that Morales, though, clocked immediately that Allison's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Just from the photo. She could tell. She she's knew like, exactly what kind of woman Allison is from this picture. But she's also probably thinking, who has such a formal photo of their, their girlfriend? <laughs> That's yeah. weird. And then she says to Billy, I know what I'm going to write about next. I'm going to write about the perfect couple. The last perfect couple. The last couple. perfect couple. She's, I mean, she's good at owning them. She is. I would say. Yeah. She nailed it. At D&D, I'm, Al- I'm Allison. <laughs> I'm Allison. I That's, almost do the same every time. Amanda, Allison, and Joe, and Steve are all discussing the campaign. Nobody wants to be there. Because Steve and Joe broke up, so Joe's feeling burned by Steve, and Allison is feeling nervous and hot under the collar because she knows something's going on with her and Steve. And, and Amanda Am- is also, she's like on to everything. Right? Yeah. She's like something weird's happening here. How can I use this to my advantage? Exactly. Steve and Allison leave. She like walks him to his car for no reason. But as soon as they leave the office, Amanda looks at Joe and she's like, I need all the tea. On what went down in your, your relationship. Yeah. Like, why'd you break up with Steve? And Joe's like, Amanda, I don't really think that's any of you. How did you know that? And Amanda's like, oh, please. I could see the tension. Yeah. I like how Joe is like 
this is inappropriate to talk about at work, but it's like, well, you were dating a client. Yeah. I feel like it falls under the umbrella. <laughs> that's more like tea now. That's way more inappropriate <laughs> yeah, you than gotta, talking about it. If you fuck a client, you got to tell your boss the tea. That's the rule. Yeah. Um, then Amanda, since she's not getting any juice out of Joe, she brings up Billy. And she's like, well, I heard Billy's life's in shambles again. <laughs> Just like she just wants to gossip about anyone. It's honestly relatable. Yeah, I relate to Amanda. She's like, let's change the subject. Let's. Who else can we talk about? I need some fucking. I need some gossip. I need some hot gossip right now. (laughs) And and she's like, did you? And then Amanda's like, did you know Steve likes Allison? She's like, I'm going to create some gossip. Yeah, now I'm going to create gossip. <laughs> if because, I can't get any, I'm going to start shit. Yeah, so she's just creating this, even though it's true. But Amanda's smart because she's deduced all of this. Like, Amanda is so much smarter and better at this than everyone else. Yeah, because she's all about manipulation and games. So she sees when it's happening, too. Like Amanda is the Cersei Lannister of... D&D. Absolutely. Of Melrose Place. Of Melrose. <laughs> like she's so much ahead of everybody else. Yes. And the truth is she's also perfectly willing to throw something out like that, even if it's not true, just to cause yes. shit. And she happens to nail it. But I, would, I wouldn't even be surprised if she would just throw shit like that out to cause like uh, stress. She's a dangerous person and she would probably end up president. Like she yeah. would run a really successful campaign because she is so sociopathic. Yeah, she doesn't care. Um, she, Joe is like, that's crazy, Amanda. Steve doesn't like Allison, and um, and Amanda's like, think about it. Why would Amanda? Why would Allison set you up on a date with Steve if she didn't want to keep him around, keep tabs on him? Yeah, she starts laying out the evidence. And she then says, and Allison, we all know Allison can't fall in love with anyone who isn't taken. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a bit of projecting, Amanda. Also, it's kind of, it's such a stretch because obviously she's talking about like, well, Keith, but also Billy. Yes. But it's like technically you kind of horned in on Billy. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say that. She took him from you. They were already totally broken up. They were totally broken up. And if anything, Allison and Billy had a thing, before. unresolved thing going on before. Like, yes. Yeah. So um, Joe is like, oh, really? And what about you? And she's like, Joe, that's different. Because <laughs> Joe's yeah. like, you always get guys, get with guys who are attached. And in fact, you're literally dating <laughs> My ex-boyfriend. Yeah, with Jake. Um, Amanda's like, that's different. In fact, my relationship with Jake is the most intense relationship of my life. And Joe's, she gets a little laugh. Yeah. Out of that one. She laughs. (laughs) Um, Then Allison and Joe spar because Joe... Allison approaches Joe in the photo studio and Joe confronts her about Steve. And um, Allison's like, Joe, you said you weren't ready and to date Steve. Like, what's the problem? Like, why are you so mad about Steve right now? And she's like, you like him. Yeah. And she's like, I love Billy. And Joe is not buying this. 
She knows what Allison's up to. She loves the thrill of having someone interested in her and like leading it on a bit because it feels good. Yeah. But Joe really owns her ass. She does. In this, uh, she, I mean, she pulls out your, you know, this was your dream. Move to LA, Mm. meet a really rich, intelligent, interesting guy. You're stuck with fucking Billy. Yep. And now you're bitter about (laughs) it. I like how Billy gets dragged into the mess. Yeah. It's it's like she owns her ass in that like one or two sentences. Yeah. She's like, you came here from Wisconsin and you wanted this LA fantasy life. Yeah. And you're stuck with Billy and you're mad about it. (laughs) Stuck with Billy. This guy from the Valley. Who doesn't make a lot of money. Well, you you kind of shacked up with him really quickly without ever seeing if you could get something more. Right. Like dating around. Uh, and she regrets it. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think that's a very common thing probably for people who settle down immediately with a person in their early 20s. Like not even that it's the wrong relationship, but you're kind of like, what it, like, should I have? Like... Do you know what I mean? Like people might have questions, but it's like also relax, Allison. No one said this relationship with Billy had to has to end in marriage. It's okay to have a serious relationship in your early twenties, and it you maybe date someone else down the road. It's not like it's not a valuable relationship, right? That you learn from, yeah, and you could whatever, and you don't love this person, yeah. It but happens. she's like panicking at the car shop. Jake tells Palmer that he opened up a package that came from overseas and it had a bunch of numbers on it and he he's like financial statements basically and he tells Palmer he's like I didn't know we had that kind of a profit margin and Palmer's a little worried he's like oh where'd you learn the word profit margin and Jake's like I pretended to have a business once <laughs> We, we and me and Joe filled out paperwork. We played business. We played business and pretended we knew these words. Yeah, we got a cash register. <laughs> like, we made it go ding. That's like what I did as a kid. Me too. And then I put my ledger. Like that would be something I asked for Christmas. I want a a ledger where I, I can write things. In. Oh no! I my best. My childhood best friend, like she had her mom buy her a little cash register or like it was a, like a receipt thing. The thing with the, oh, re- yeah. like the calculator. Yes. And we would just play on that thing all the time. And we had our, we had the whole layout. We had that. We had the stapler. We had, um, we would go to like business supply stores. Oh yeah. Or, I like, wanted office. I wanted like paper clips. But stuff with like the forms on it. And then <laughs> yeah. we had like a whole set of stamps. <laughs> One of my favorite things I ever got for Christmas was a staple remover. <laughs> I don't know why I fucking loved that tool. Yeah, what was I stapling? That is fine. Just fucking stapling pa- papers together. No, we would staple all kinds of shit together, and then we would have the we had a stamp that said void. <laughs> <laughs> so we would like void stuff. All Remember the time. making like books too with like yeah. three yeah yeah <laughs> booklets <laughs> booklets. Got to make your pamphlets. Um. So, but something's fishy. Something's fishy about this business, and Palmer feels. Palmer's like uh, hesitant about. He's he's nervous about something. He's nervous. We know we know this is going somewhere not good. He's doing some financial crimes. He is criming. He's criming. And it Jake up. is getting a little too nosy. Yeah. So he cancels their lunch together, and he's like, "Well, you're doing a great job, son. Just leave the business just, to me. Just, just, just out of my fucking business. Stay out of my <laughs> life, you little shit." <laughs> Billy is getting. 
ready to go out for work drinks with someone. I think it's Morales. Was it Morales? Yeah, because they're like working on a story. They're working on a story. And Allison is like, well, I guess I'll just watch TV and go to bed early. With my pint ice cream. With my bluebell ice cream <laughs> since I'm not drinking anymore. Steve calls and he's driving in his car and he's like, Allison, inspiration just struck. I need to meet with you immediately. Mm. And she's like, oh, oh, yes, Steve. And Steve pulls up outside Melrose Place and... When he pulls up, Joe is outside, and she's like, Steve, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm here to see Allison. She's like, fucking, of course. The mystery woman. Yeah. Yeah, is the mystery woman Allison? And he just stares like a psycho and smiles. Like He doesn't even say anything. Yeah. He's like, yeah, and I'm about to fuck her. Yeah. (laughs) She's, She's coming out with me. She's coming for my inspiration meeting. I'm winning. Jake is swimming laps, and he looks very hot. He's all wet. Joe, he runs into Joe, and she tells him that she broke up with Steve. And she's all pissed off, and she's like, you might as well tell everyone in the building, although I'm sure Amanda already has. Yeah. She's a little fucking gossip. And Jake's like, what does Amanda have to do with any of this? And Joe's like, what do you even see in her? And Jake's like, Amanda's a good person. And she's like, she's a snake. Yeah. And he says, I'm sorry you feel that way. And then she's like, (laughs) you even sound like her now. I loved when she said that because I was like, yes, that is an Amanda line. I'm sorry you feel that way. Where it's passive aggressive and like very on the surface sort of. Dismissive. It's dismissive and sort of polite at the same time. Yeah. The words are polite. Yes. Amanda's watching this from a window Jake comes in. He's like, the pool was cold. There's like this ongoing sort of discussion about how Amanda, to cut corners, she's turned off the heating in the pool. I love how like Amanda is supposed to be so rich, but there's also these like slumlord tendencies she has to save money. That's such an Amanda thing to do. Yeah. Like Amanda does not want for anything, but she... She makes the perfect slumlord. But she's kind of like, I'm not paying for these assholes to have heat <laughs> in their pool. They can yeah. swim in the cold and they're going to they're gonna like it. Yeah. I don't use the pool, so why should I care? Um, this is like also classic Amanda. I love how she's overheard Jake defending her. And then when he comes up, she's like, she's like I'm going to be on my best behavior mm. to validate what he just said. I Ex- am a kind person. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And she's like, wish there was something I could do. She's talking about Joe. Yeah. She's like, well, I wish there was something I could do. I just care about her so much. (laughs) She says the meanest thing. She says, she's a good person, basically. Basically. Yeah. But Jake's too stupid to pick up on the shade. Yeah. He's like, see, Joe was just being mean to Amanda. And here Amanda is being kind towards (sighs) Joe. She's so misunderstood. And Amanda's winning. She's winning. Billy returns home later that night. Allison isn't home because Allison is on the beach with Steve. Mm, she Look, Allison should never be with a man on the beach. She can't resist. It's her kryptonite. <laughs> she, she's like, if I'm with a blondish man yeah. on the beach... It's over. I, I can't. My pussy's wet. The, the, the ocean does something to my rhythms <laughs> in my body. It's and I'm crazy. Weak. I'm weak. I hate Steve at this point. Steve is such a weasel. Like, I'm sorry. 
he's, I mean, obviously he just wanted to get Allison alone, but like what a little shithead. Like this is, he's the client. Like he's so over the line. It's not even funny. Even beyond the workplace situation, what you should do in this situation is say, look, I know you're in a relationship. I don't want you to put you in a situation, but I want you. Right. Like just lay it out on the fucking table and say what you want and let the person make a decision. Don't keep tricking them based on workplace stuff. That's what I don't yeah. like. I don't like the deception. I don't like the couching it in I have work. Or the fact that I'm like, I'm just this weirdo genius. So whenever inspiration strikes, we have to go immediately. And the beach helps my thinking. It's like, no, walking on the beach at night is romantic. Right. That's not where you get your inspiration. Why didn't you meet at a bar? Go to shooters. Or just like a daytime daytime. meeting somewhere non-whatever, outdoors. No, he's like the guy, the rich guy who just, everything has to stop for him. He's got a, inspiration struck for me. I don't care if it's after hours for you. Right. And to be fair, Allison could say no. She knows, I feel like she knows what's up going out that late too. Allison's not innocent in this situation. I'm just saying Steve is a person. I, I'm a, I'm a Steve hater at this point. Cause I don't like that. He's entitled. He's so entitled. His, his entitlement is gross. And it's like, you could use your businessman skills to be hot and direct, but he's not. No, I'm just saying he's not hot enough to get away with this behavior. No, I just think he needs to be more direct. Cause that could actually be a turn on. Yeah. He, Steve tells her on the beach, he's like, I was wrong to go out with Joe. I was really hoping going out with her would help me get over you. And Allison's like, did she? And he's like, no, she didn't. And then Allison admits her feelings to Steve. Mm. She's like, well, I, I'm not, I have feelings for you. And then they start making out. And the, the coat falls off her shoulders. Yeah. That he placed on them. Yeah. They're just making out on the beach. Honestly, as much as Steve is irritating, (laughs) part of me was happy. Allison finally did something interesting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's why I want to get back to the drinking storyline. Because to me, that's that's my favorite drink Allison storyline. Oh, it's incredible. She, and I miss it. I miss it. I miss her pulling out that vodka. And it gets so unhinged later on. In fact, to me, it's pretty wild that she just completely stops and then goes, you know what I mean? Like, there's not even like a moderation where she's like, now nah, I'm just normal drinking. That I will say, as an alcoholic, I am surprised by how grounded in reality certain elements of her drinking behavior are. For example, someone who's an alcoholic will be like, I'm just going to stop. And then they're able to stop for a period of time, but then they pick up and they're right back. They're worse. They're even worse. So that's sort of what's happening right now. And Allison, because she is like, I haven't had a drink in six months. I guess I'm not an alcoholic. Maybe. But they can do it that long. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, alcoholics can some... Look, we're not going to... We'll talk about this after the show. But, okay. uh, yeah, th- this is this is not an uncommon alcoholic behavior. Because it's cold turkey. 
Because it's like nothing, all or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And then she relapses because she, whatever, and she's worse than she was before. Right. We want, we want Allison to we be want worse. Her back, we want her back <laughs> off the wagon. <laughs> we want her. We want Unlike some, in real life. Unlike we in want real, her to fall off the wagon no, we again. we want Allison to fall off the wagon. <laughs> it's so funny when she's drunk, Allison. Well, because her and Amanda have some of the most epic <sighs> fights and, yeah. during that period. Yeah. Because Amanda is just disgusted. She's disgusted <laughs> with <laughs> Allison. She's and like, rightfully so for she's once. Like, you're a drunk. Yeah. I love... <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm... Uh, yeah, definitely a setup episode. Next episode gets super juice, yeah, juicy, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. I also don't remember what happens with this Steve and Allison thing. I don't. I either. mean, I'm sure. I, I'm guessing it's Peter's out at some point because it's not that interesting. It's just not, and Steve is not hot enough to be acting like this. Yeah, even he's got to be there physically or personality wise. Yeah, and he's cute and dorky. But without that personality, it just doesn't elevate. I don't even think elevate. he's cute. I think he looks like Big Bird. I don't <laughs> like him. I can see why people like him. Like, I think he's cute enough in like a dorky way. Ugh. It's not my I'm type. I'm so but, disgusted like, with him. I just wish he had a better personality. Yeah. Because it would make it more believable to me. Yeah. If he was kind of like this in charge, like telling you what to do. Yeah. I could see being like, oh, shit, this dork's hot. <laughs> <laughs> or right. like whatever. But he's not. But manipulative stuff is just so gross But he's to me. not even funny. Like he doesn't even no. have jokes. There's nothing there. It's weird. They could have done something to make it more interesting or more believable. Yeah, like, like he's not even charismatic. And it's it's just like I can even see this being a catalyst for Allison wanting realizing Billy isn't for her. But it's yes. not even that yet. Like Because he doesn't have any personality traits that um, are contrasted with Billy's personality traits to make her like, oh, that's different. That's I what like, I want. I like that. Right. Yeah. It's very weird. Anyway, we'll be back next week for episodes 11 and 12. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.